Coming to you from the HagmanReport.com studio. Located in the Keystone State, birthplace of a mighty nation, it's your host, Doug Hagman. And welcome to Hagman. It is the Hagman Report for today. It is Tuesday, June 20th, 2023. With me is Standeo, Standeo.com, Standeo.com, D-E-Y-O, Standeo.com. And you know, we got like a ton. I got a, I got just a ton of email. Um, and I don't know if you can measure bytes and tons, but anyway, uh, many, many numerous emails saying, oh, I hope you guys go through with the um, uh, Dreamland style, Art Bell style program. I'd listen to that. I'd pay to listen to that and so on because there'd be a, a buttload worth of expenses, by the way, um, satellite time and so on. But nonetheless, um, hey, so, so be, before we came on, uh, I'm not, I don't want to talk out of school, but uh, Stan and I were talking a little bit about it. But Stay tuned, folks. You just never, you just never know. You just never know. With that, uh, today, federal charges filed against Hunter Biden, basically misdemeanor charges, slap on the wrist, parking ticket. If this, if this would have been Stan Dale or or yours truly, we'd be breaking rocks on the chain gang along the, uh, you know, along the highway, okay, or wearing uh, pink under. Oh, I guess they don't do that anymore. Uh, the pink underwear in the in the prisons, but but, but a- anyway, um, yes, there it is on your screen. Federal charges filed against Hunter Biden on multiple tax counts, gun violation. Now they're not going to press the gun violation. Uh, there's a story behind that too. But see, they're ignoring the big crimes. He agrees to plead guilty and sweetheart plea deal, no jail time. Of course not, and uh, slap on the wrist. The wrist, and, 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 and that's basically all there is to it. And of course, the other uh, multiple crimes that I can attest to based on the hard drive, copy of the hard drive that is that I have of Hunter Biden, along with the, of course, the backup of his iPhone. Well, I'm telling you right now, uh, this man is, in my view, based on what I've seen evidence wise. Um, if the evidence can be authenticated, which everything I've seen can, then I've got to tell you that uh, he's guilty, in my view, of uh, selling out his nation for personal profit. With me is Stan How Dale. dare you say that? Yeah, how dare I say that? <sighs> I'm unbelievable. Okay, two, two, two levels of justice in this country, and you know, they're still not done trying to put... Uh, trying to go after uh, people so-called so, 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 you know, involved in tangential ways with January 6th, even if, if you cheered them on like yours truly. I've got people nipping at my heels um, um, from the, the uh, um, you know, I'm not even going to get into it. All I can say is if you see me or if you don't see me one day, Eric the Tech can fill in for me. Uh, and for the remaining time, I'm in the D.C. Gulag. All right, with me, Standeo, Standeo.com. Folks, go to Standeo.com. Make sure you bookmark his website. Holly does a fantastic job, fantastic job of keeping the news items up to date. Everything you need to know. It's good show prep. It's good stuff that you need to know every day. There it is on your screen. That's Standeo.com. The link will be in the program description box at Hagman pi.com and come on folks do i have to beg you would you please subscribe to rumble and or brighty on for this show do i have to come down there and like wash your car or, or wash your dog i mean i'll do that if i've got to do it but please do that but but standale's got a wonderful website um but but please 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 um Getting back to what I was saying earlier, because I, I jump around too much, uh, I got a little a little Steve Coil rubbing off on me. Uh, Steve, I love you. All right, but anyway, um, ADHD, you know how that is. All right, so 
Um, so subscribe to, to Rumble Brady on bookmarkhagmanpi.com because that leads you to standale.com. And there on your screen now, you'll see the EMP Shield. If you don't have one of these, what's wrong with you? Going to slap you upside the head. Come on. This will protect your electronics at home when the EMP happens. Notice I said if. I didn't say if. I said when because that's common, uh, whether it be by the sun or by uh, our adversarial um, enemies. Uh, what other kind of enemies are there? But adversarial. But nonetheless, EMP Shield. Go to EMPShield.com. Use promo code Hagman or forward slash Hagman. Use promo code Hagman. Hey, lady, lady is saying do it. You can hear it. She's laying right next to me. And, of course, the UPS uh, guy just uh, dropped She's off. She's going to order her EMP shield. That she is. She is. So I apologize for that. But empshield.com forward slash Hagman. Promo code Hagman as well for $50 off. And even better when you order multiple um, units. One, get one for your car, for your boat, for your jet. I'm sure you've got you've got a jet hanging out there somewhere. Um, but no, seriously, this will protect your electronics, empshield.com, as well as you've never needed this more than you need this today. Dare to prepare Holly Dale's magnum opus. Um, I, I don't I don't remember the edition number, but I'll tell you something. Anything you want to know about preps is in Dare to Prepare, as well as Dare Dare to to prepare.com, the website. There's free information available there. I'm going to shut up now and turn the entire program over to Stan while I go have lunch with my, uh, what's that? I said, why are you whispering? Am I whispering? Nah. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Well, uh, my apologies if he didn't hear me. Uh, but anyway, Stan Dale, Stan, how are you, sir? I'm fine, fighting fit. How are you? Ah, man, I'll tell you what, I'm, I am just, you know what? I feel good today, except I'm, I'm PO'd that uh, there's two systems of justice and that, uh, that we, we, we're losing our country to a bunch of communist filth. But other than that, I'm okay. Yeah, well, it, it is a communist revolution, let's face it. Uh, they're doing everything they can to uh, disallow us to use the Constitution and our constitutional laws to get rid of the wrongdoing that the administration and his family are doing to this country and others that are sort of supported. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, it's uh, let's call it what it is. I mean, unfortunately, the younger generations that didn't live, you know, in the time of the 50s, duck and cover and all that, and about the communist threat, um, you know, uh, they don't understand what's, what's happening to our country. And, uh, you know, Hunter Biden to get in a hand slap like that. I mean, that's just that's frustrating. But that tells you how much control they've got over our legal system to pervert it. And uh, I, you know, I, I've said this before. Soros and his uh, mates and his son and whoever else has helped him to try to destroy the United States are driving us toward a civil war or civil insurrection so that martial law can be declared in the United States. Uh, he's laughing all the way to the bank as far as, you know, controlling the United States. Um, and so people have to be aware of the fact that we're being herded into a gate of civil disobedience and possible civil war. You know, I was, before the program, I was writing some notes. And um, let me ask you this. Okay, this is going to be controversial. Uh, but I'm going to ask you. Wars hell, all wars hell. I know that. But when you've got a religious cult of trans people, okay, who embrace, you know, cutting off genitalia, who embrace uh, grooming children, who embrace this, all of the, the things that America does not stand for, that, that we don't stand for. Here's the controversial question. Would it be that bad to have a civil war? To, to weed out some of, some of these people? I, and I know what I'm asking, okay? But I'm being very serious when I ask that question. Well, it's, you know, it's an old phrase, but it's damned if you do and damned if you don't. I mean, it's uh, your choice. Mm, yeah, I, okay. I, I mean, to me, if we cannot have dialogue with people who, you know, want to force shots on us, who want to uh, force taking our children and uh, making our children into uh, uh, 
whatever their fanciful um, delusions might be at the time, making that permanent. If we can't have dialogue with those people and say, look, here's why we think you're wrong. Or if we, we can't, I mean, RFK and Peter Hotez, the, the new guy that replaced Fauci, um, you know, he refuses to debate or he's making excuses. I mean, they won't sit down at the table and say, look, this is what... I mean, there's no civil discourse anymore. That's all. I, I don't know. I know. It uh, falls upon each of us, uh, head of household and whatever, um, you know, to uh, defend our home and property uh, under the, the law of the Constitution. Um, if that is called civil disobedience, then that's wrong. Yeah. Well... You know, I, th I think we have to make our stand. I think that uh, I did a video yesterday, and folks, you can go to uh, HagmanPI.com. It's a 20-minute video I did, I think, or whatever, 29-minute video about uh, preparing for civil war because it's going to get bad. War's at our doorstep. Prepare. The communist left has ruined America. So uh, check that out when you have a chance. Stan, the program's all yours, brother. Okay. A um, couple of things that are urgent on the, the deck today. Uh, on my show images page, Eric, at, at the top at slide 59, is something that uh, Holly just found this morning for me that's uh, from FEMA. And it's preparing the nation for space weather events. Warning from FEMA on solar events to come. And, you know, of course, at the bottom there, get your EMP shield now. And while the sale is on, you can use your discount code in addition to the sale and get $100, at least $100 off each unit. Um, what you're seeing there on the screen is the beginning of a tutorial that they have. Um, and if you click onto that, you will get a selection of four things. And at, at, at lesson one, the introduction, <laughs> introduction and space weather phenomena, look at that, and then you can uh, advance the screen over to the right, Eric, and look at the course introduction. Describe space weather and the solar cycle, the sun. Uh, describe the events associated with space weather and the three space weather storms. That's from, you know, the solar and cosmic. Describe space weather impacts on systems like, you know, CMEs that wipe out the, the, the power grid. You need an EMP shield. I mean, this is FEMA telling you to get ready. It's coming from the sun, which I've been telling you. I've been warning you. It's getting worse and worse this solar season, the, the 25th cycle. But you can look through that list there on the screen. Um, you know, uh, describe the activities that analyze, coordinate, and produce space weather forecasts. Okay. Uh, I might put a little sub point there and say, look at Stan's daily uh, you know, sunspot uh, warning and stuff. But anyway, this is uh, a thing you can down, uh, download and print. It says print version down there at the bottom. And I advise you to do that uh, in addition, of course, to getting your EMP shield. Uh, and preparing, you know, as, as Holly's book, Dare to Prepare, talks about, to prepare for the loss of, uh, you know, access to food and, and other resources when the whole grid goes down, uh, you know. And uh, it's also a good time to look at alternate energy supplies you know, for your home as best you can, whether it be a gasoline or diesel generator or solar, if you can afford that these days. Uh, so, hmm. anyway, you know. All these things are, are uh, pertinent, uh, they're urgent, and uh, read this and, uh, and look at our website, standio.com. Holly puts up there every every day, five days a week, the current and urgent news information for you to look at. And this one is very important because this is an official support of what I've been telling you for months now about the sun's condition getting worse. And it, it, yeah, we'll talk about that a bit later for today's forecast down at the bottom, but that, that's important. Now, the other thing is, uh, slide uh, 55, Eric, uh, just underneath that there, it's an announcement um, about our EMP Shield company going to do a, a groundbreaking for our new chip factory in Kansas in September. Now, that's the, the state-endorsed uh, and backed uh, part of the chip factory. That's about $1.2 And we're waiting uh, for our act, uh, our approval, uh, which will come in late uh, July, from the Government Chip Act, which will give us another $1.2 uh, So we'll have about a $2 billion company uh, when all this is finished. But it's now moving ahead for you people um, that uh, you know are following us. 
and supporting it. It's the EMP Shield Factory there. We're going to we're going to employ like another twelve hundred people there in uh, Burlington and possibly in uh, Kansas City. Um, there's a whole industrial park being set up for other people making different kinds of computer chips as well. We're making Kansas the the Taiwan chip manufacturer of the United States, and it's an urgent thing because we know that we're going to lose Taiwan since the Chinese are advancing on us there and uh, taking Taiwan away from us, in essence. Terrible thing, terrible thing. Amazing Blinken yesterday saying Taiwan basically, yep, too bad, so sad. You know, uh, we're in favor of a one-China China policy. That was Blinken yesterday, in case you missed it, or the day before, in case you missed it. So, um, just saying. It's a Casper Milktoast a week thing. Yeah. You know, I mean, we're so militarily, financially weak in the United States. I don't know how Biden or how, you know, or, or any of our Blinken, any of these people can represent the United States as a strong, you know, super state in the world any longer. We're, we're, we're peons. Well, I'll tell you something, Stan. Things have changed radically over the last uh, couple of years and I, you know, it's difficult to keep up unless you're really into this. And and you are. I've, I've got to say this, folks. Go to standale.com. I can't say this enough. Bookmark that website and watch the news headlines because that's everything you need to know. Because there's so much crap on the Internet right now. It's hard to tell what, to me, sometimes it's difficult to tell what you really need to focus on. But uh, Holly does a great job on that, and kudos to Holly for the, for doing that, and, and, as we, and you as well. So, thank you. Well, thank you for that. Thank you. Uh, you know, talking about chip manufacturer, Intel is going to spend $25 billion in Israel on a new chip plant upgrade. So, Intel realizes they're going to have to have another source other than Taiwan, and they're serious when they're putting $25 billion into a semiconductor group over in Israel, so they're going to let Israel be part of the Taiwan replacement for chip manufacture. This this is a critical time because our military equipment, so much of it uses, its space uh, flight equipment, uses chips made in Taiwan, which China is going to take away from us, or at least hold us ransom to, if we even buy it. And you couldn't trust the chips they give us to, to have no sub-programs that would cause a rocket to fail or, you know, a military weapon to not fire. I mean, this is extremely important news, and uh, the, the chip manufacturer between EMP Shield and some of the other countries, uh, companies that are helping us there in Kansas and Intel in, in Israel, th- this has got to tell you how important this Taiwan situation is. And Blinken's representation over there was nothing. It was like, uh, please, sir, uh, can I uh, have some favors, sir, to, to uh, you know, Jinping, whatever his name is. Uh, and, you know, did, did you see the the sparse welcome he got when he arrived? Yeah, no red carpet even. Uh, uh, <laughs> it was a bare tarmac, you know, in, yeah. that was compared to uh, Macron, I, I think. Um, but wow, uh, you talk about lack of respect for our leadership, if that's what you want to call it. Uh, uh, yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, other news. In slide 57, if we click on the, the text here, we go to an article in Israel. Netanyahu says IDF, the Israeli Defense Force, are training for a possible fight with Arab Israelis in wartime, i.e. against their own population there of Arabs in Israel. If they might rise up and support the Palestinian issue or try to overthrow, you know, uh, Jerusalem and uh, have the capital in the eastern Jerusalem for a two-state solution. So Netanyahu is getting a lot of flack for this, but he's he's training a military force, ten divisions of tra- of soldiers, to be able to fight the home field, the Arab, well, uh, terrorists, I guess you could call them, uh, but the Israelis, and they're going to side with the Arab uh, nations in trying to overthrow Israel. Now I suspect that Mohammed bin Salman over in Saudi Arabia is going to be you know behind funding these uh, Arab Israelis when the time comes to try to make a revolution and, and overthrow uh, Israel. Uh, even though he's now negotiating with Israel to make a peace treaty between Israel and uh, and uh, Saudi Arabia and 34 other Arab nations in the area. Uh, he, 
It's so obvious to me. I study prophecy, and, and Daniel did, did uh, talk about the Antichrist at this time being the prince uh, who signs the covenant with Israel with many nations. And Mohammed bin Salman is now pushing that to sign it and to lead all the Arab nations in the area to join him in making peace with Israel. And this will be a, a farce. It'll, it'll be a smokescreen because I guarantee you that Mohammed bin Salman is wanting to join with Iran. He's now got uh, a, uh, we'll talk about them, he's now opened up an embassy there in Iran and vice versa. So that Iran is now allied with them against destroying Israel, even though the Arab nations and MBS don't say that openly. When they join with Iran, they are joining with an attack plan to wipe out the infrastructure uh, of Israel. And, uh, Can I preface what you're about to say with this? Because I thought of you. All right. I'm doing a deep dive into Vegas, that Vegas shooting back a couple of years ago, where right. that no one wants to talk about anymore. And Mohammed bin Salman was there at the Four Seasons. All right. This was an assassination attempt on MBS. Okay. And if you look at what happened a year later to the day, what MBS did to the planners of the attacks. Okay, he had him. He invited them all to a well. The king did to, to to a party, and then all of a sudden, you know, whoops! Um, there goes your head. Um, seriously, um, but I thought of you when I was going through, doing this deep dive. Vegas was all about trying to take out MBS in Vegas, where he had this this um, view of the pyramid and the Sphinx over there. You know, the hotels, the landmark, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's what that was all about. That's why it's not talked about today. And, and our government covered that up. I just, but I thought to myself, you know, now I wonder how that fits in with Stan's work on this. But uh, I'm going to be quiet now, like I promised earlier, and I haven't kept my promise. But anyway, I just wanted to. No, that, that's all right. That's all right. I mean, you know, um, I've been trying, you know, uh, I think it's in slide 13 on my uh, show images page to analyze different world leaders uh, in Europe and in uh, the Middle East for potential antichrist or false prophets, as the book of Revelation uh, predicts or prophesies. And at the moment, Mohammed bin Salman um, really kind of takes the lead for antichrist. Now, the the false prophet, second beast, is going to do more damage to us than the, the antichrist in the beginning. Um, and to that end, I have to update this slide 13 to include Prince Charles as possible um, uh, false prophet, you know, second beast, uh, because he's, the second beast is going to have uh, control over world, uh, you know, uh, finances, uh, the whole planet, and the numbering and, just, uh, and stuff like that's going to come from him. So it's going to have to be a rich person, a, a person with connections to the banking system worldwide, and um I, I do have to, to now analyze what uh, Prince Charles would fit into in these selections I've got. I mean, the Pope is a possibility, but I doubt he's too old and frail. And um, uh, General uh, Soleimani is uh, uh, allegedly dead, but the prophecies do say that Qasim Soleimani, uh, or sorry, that the Antichrist will be raised up from the dead from a head wound. Now, uh, and they also say in Revelation that the image of the beast shall speak. Today, we have that technology in artificial intelligence and super quantum computers that are so fast that they can real-time create an image of Qasim Soleimani as though he were alive and uh, use his voice print, etc., to make him speak. So, you know, uh, I've not ruled out um, the possibility of whoever the, the uh, false prophet is using General Qasem Soleimani's image and his voice print and everything else to support his rule on the planet. Um, it's it just, there, there are a lot of variables, but I think Mohammed bin Salman is step one, and he could be the, the, the false prophet, there could be someone else that's the uh, Antichrist, which would be General Soleimani. Uh, Soleimani and then Mohammed bin Salman. But if you watch uh, and, and look at Mohammed bin Salman, uh, the uh, the prince there, you can see that he is wealthy, he has influence beyond all imagine. And now that he's joined with Iran, he has a connection to Soleimani's people. 
Uh, it just all fits that he and the, the resurrected artificial intelligence image of Qasim Soleimani form the Antichrist and the false prophet scenario. Um, Mohammed bin Salman has uh, connections, uh, ownership in banks and in the blockchain uh, you know, system worldwide for, for trading for, to replace money. Um, I, I can't stress enough. Uh, keep your eye on Mohammed bin Salman. Um, in Saudi Arabia, but uh, he is the prince of the covenant. If they sign that covenant with Israel, and it's imminent, it's it, within months, if if not less, that they suddenly come out and say, "Okay, uh, uh, Saudi Arabia is allowing Israeli flights in for the Hajj to let the uh, is Islamic uh, faithful that want to make a pilgrimage to the, the uh, oh I forget what they call it uh, the, the the cube there in in Mecca." And they will give Israeli flights permission to land. Watch for it. It's going to come soon and uh, allow these uh, other Arab uh, people in Israel to fly into and land in Riyadh or somewhere nearby to perform the Hajj. This is a step one to a public peace agreement between Mohammed bin Salman uh, and Saudi Arabia and Israel. Now, we know that, that um, Israel is under a threat, uh, increasing threat daily from Iran, uh, a, a nuclear threat. Um, you know, I talked about it uh, a number of times, how the the development of nuclear weapons in Israel is being halted by, you know, IDF uh, secret forces going and blowing up uh, uranium enrichment plants there in, in Syria, which, you know, in Damascus area, which are really owned and operated by uh, Iranians. Shortly, I expect Damascus to be nuked to the ground, either by accident uh, or by triggered nuclear warheads in their uh, arsenal there in uh, Damascus, or by IDF forces saying, enough is enough, you're threatening us, there's no question that you're going to attack us with nukes. We can't stop it once it gets in the air, so we're going to take down all of your sites there in Damascus with our own nuke. I don't know who's going to do it, how it's going to happen, but Damascus is going to be a ruinous heap overnight, as the Bible says. Now, um, in slide 52, Eric, we see that Iran is taking major steps toward ending years of isolation with regional and global powers, and particularly uh, Saudi Arabia, because there are two types of Islam, uh, one in Iran and, and one in Saudi Arabia and the other 34 Arab nations. And the Iranian uh, version uh, of uh, Islam is more militant. And so now then making peace with Saudi Arabia means that they're making uh, peace between the different views of how to practice Islam, uh, a hybrid thing there. Um, now, at the same time, Iran is also getting closer to striking an informal agreement with the United States, which could see some of the Islamic Republic's sanctioned funds being unfrozen in return for the release of American prisoners. I mean, this is, they're giving money to the Iranians to complete their, their attack on Israel. Uh, what they really want to do is the the, uh, the Iranians uh, want to destroy Israel uh, and and come take their property what's left. The Palestinians, on the other hand, are are, are pushing for a Palestinian uh, nation, you know, a, a two state uh, nation, with Eastern Jerusalem being the capital of the uh, Arabic uh, Israeli territory, uh, you know, called Palestinian territory when they do it. So you can see that this is happening. All these pieces are coming together for a conflict in the Middle East. Now, because the United States uh, has been the kind of the big brother to uh, to help uh, Israel defend itself against the Iranians or any other country that's trying to attack them or hurt them financially or whatever, the United States <clears throat> needs to be taken out of the picture. That means that we're going to see the United States suffer internal revolution or civil war, then... Uh, martial law being declared by the, the ruling the ruling government and i think this is within months you know what three to nine months somewhere in that period of time and when that happens and we're taken out you know by china and russia and iran where america is attacked uh, with nuclear uh, weapons uh, also ground forces that come in and for a short time the chinese russian and iranian troops will occupy uh, parts of the United States, and then they will leave, according to Hopi prophecy. Now, this all fits into what's happening. Uh, we have to be, the United States has to be taken out of the picture as a strong defensive force for Israel. And already, 
our our military spending, uh, you know, our, our our military personnel, everything has been compromised, uh, weakened, and we don't have enough weapons to even defend ourselves on the ground war. And uh, our nuclear armaments are aged, and some of them are rusting in silos. Um, so we are we are in a very um, indefensible, uh, undefensible, whatever it is, position. We can't defend ourselves. So we're about to be attacked before, I think, before Damascus is nuked. Um, so Israel will have to take care of itself. We, they can't depend on us. Um, anyway, just you keep watching the news. You, you know, when you say that, okay, um, I was thinking back in uh, before Obama left that the one point eight one point eight billion dollars in cash payments to Iran, and I'm, I'm, I just want to make sure that that yeah one point eight billion, which was converted into Swiss francs and euros and such for lack of tracing and such. Um, that went into the pockets of terrorists and, and, and the, the, the leaders of Iran. Does that calculate at all into, I'm kind of mixing everything together that you said. Does that calculate at all what you, with, with the um, Antichrist model of things? I mean, I know it certainly bolstered their ability, um, Iran's ability in a number of areas, terrorism especially. Um, but have you given any thought? I'm just asking now. Have you given any thought about that situation and how that plays into, you know, uh, yeah. MBS's uh, potential? Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, it's uh, it's right in line with what I've been saying. Um, with the extra money that they're pouring into Iran or releasing to Iran's funds, it gives them the money they need to buy nuclear wars if they need to from Russia. Um, or China. They've been closing up to China as well. But if you look at slide 53, uh, Iran has been able to reach new heights with its nuclear program despite various pressure. Vice President of Iran and Chief of the Atomic Energy Commission of Iran, Mohammed Islami, said uh, that this is the case, that they are moving to new heights. Now, add that money that you're talking about being released and also the cash payment they've already had. They are getting prepared, and financially, they are being able to finish their nuclear warhead program, uh, whether they make it or whether they buy it from from Russia or China or whatever. Uh, this this is important because when it reaches that point, and, and the Israeli idea forces say, we cannot you know, wait any longer. They've got the nuclear warhead. They've got it mounted. They're coming for us. I mean, they're so close together, Damascus and uh, northern Israel through the, the Glen Heights. I mean, goodness gracious, once that missile is launched, it's going to be hard for Iron hard for Iron Dome to tell which missile has the nuke on it, and stop it. It's just too. I mean, you're talking seconds, and uh, well, probably a minute or so. But still, it's it's an improbable, uh, impossible situation to defend yourself against an Iranian nuclear missile attack. Um, now, Saudi Arabia is you know starting to make uh, nuclear reactors for you know peaceful energy uses and things like that. So in time, I'm sure they could supply themselves, if not the Iranians, with nuclear material for, you know, visible uh, uh, nuclear warheads. Uh, look at slide 54. A new agreement with Iran will not prevent it from entering or attaining a nuclear weapon. And now, this is what uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu told his, his people. Our first mission is to stop Iran from going nuclear, Netanyahu said at the opening of the weekly cabinet meeting you know, with the Knesset. Netanyahu says, new nuclear agreement won't stop Iranian bomb. A Western official said over the weekend that the objective of the impending nuclear deal between the U.S. and Iran is to stop Israel from attacking Iran. Yeah, this is crazy. I mean, you can't defend yourself? You know, <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, you see what I'm talking about. Uh, th th these are the things to watch in the Middle East. Uh, in addition to the sun, of course, you've got the sun, they've got the threat of nuclear war, you've got the threat of uh, CME explosions on the sun that could take out, you know, a third of the planet's resources and, and, and kill the grid uh, in a number of places on the planet. Oh, I, I get breathless talking about all these neat things. And, you know, let's go on down to um, slide 45, slide 45, Eric. 
Now, this is an interesting thing that, that happened in 2021 in October. And it shows you this is the current solar cycle. What I've been warning about is going to happen worse than this. And if you look at that, there's a big bubble that, that hits half of the sun. The shock wave goes over half of the sun. Look at that. Now, this is this is amazing stuff. Anyway. Wow. Um, okay, go down underneath that slide 42 and click on the, the picture. This is showing what is heading our way in the next seven days. On the left side, the bright spots will reach the center pointing at the Earth within seven days. And should they erupt and throw things at us, CMEs, flares, whatever, they could be Earth-directed because they're so close to the equator here, they're almost directly aimed at us. One thing you can check mm. daily yourself by, by going to SDO uh, uh, at NASA. Look at slide 41. This is uh, a, a site showing where the magnetic fields are, the north and south pole of the sun are still at odds. They're still switching to the new positions for this cycle. They're not perfectly aligned. You can see the purple ones off to the right, the green ones you know, at the top, and they're kind of lopsided on the other side of the sun, which means they're stretching this side of the sun uh, thinner than normal, and, and we have these two um, active regions approaching us now at, at the equatorial region. This is showing the, uh, the position today. It's moved. Uh, uh, it's, yeah, what you see with the green one is about the same as that. Slide 40 uh, is a site that you should go to. It, uh, it shows uh, the active regions and the chances of getting a 60 or, you know, of getting a, a C-class flare, uh, an M-class flare, and an X. And uh, at the site there, if you look under um, what is it, flare probabilities uh, from NASA, you can probably link to that direct. I don't know if I've got a direct link. Let me see here. Is there? Uh, yeah, I think clicking on the text. Yeah, clicking on the text takes us to spaceweatherlive.com, uh, which takes the NASA data and uh, puts it into a thing daily for so you can see what the probability of these flare groups are doing um, at the moment. Uh, all they've got current is three, well, within threat is 333. 335 is now reduced in probability. Uh, so anyway, this 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 site going down, if you've linked on the text, you can scroll up and down on that. I'm not sure whether you're there or not, but um, have you clicked on the text, Eric? Yes. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay. Well, this, this is important because that tells you how serious the... Uh, the sunspot group is, you know, for and magnetic anomalies is on the surface toward Earth. This has got to be watched. You know, I, I would suggest daily you go to this site to see whether or not this solar threat that FEMA is talking about is at our doorstep. It's just, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So, so, I mean, all of the dots are connecting with respect to FEMA, this, um, the Middle East uh, the Middle war, East, yeah, everything. Wow. Well, on, on that thought, there's a slide thirty-nine. Something I added uh, late this morning. Is there a possibility of an Israeli-Palestinian deal? The Israeli-Palestinian deal would make make a two-state solution. Now, China has stepped into it. Um, the foreign minister, what was it, Queen Gang, said that China was ready to facilitate peace talks between Israel and the Palestinians. President Xi Jinping is known for uh, to favor resolving the Palestinian issue by way of the two-state solution, and Abbas has had no sooner arrived in Beijing than a meeting with uh, Xi was announced, and indeed Xi is quoted as supporting an independent Palestinian state based on the 1967 borders with East Jerusalem as its capital. And this, this is this is pouring gasoline on fire in the Middle East. We. I just don't know how to explain how important this is um, to to the world situation and, and for the fulfilling of prophecy. Just amazing stuff happening in the Middle East and with the sun. You can see why I've spent time on these two subjects. Um, it, uh, it it's mighty. And, uh, and and what I heard, and perhaps you can verify this quietly. Um, the the Biden uh, crew was moving the embassy back to Tel Aviv. Is that, is, is that happening? I haven't heard that. If it is, wow. 
Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Get the embassy to safe ground if they're going to nuke uh, Jerusalem or something. Wow. Yeah. I know. The um, the Saudis, you know, they're they're moving ahead in technology in so many areas. They're even, they've even had uh, four astronauts go up to the space station and do experiments in gravity and and, and treating. Uh, cancer cells, et cetera, in, in a zero-gravity environment. Um, you can see that in slide 48, um, where they talk about what each one of the astronauts did in the tests that they did. I think there was 13 or 14 tests that they were doing while they were in orbit up there. And so Saudi Arabia is moving into space. Uh, and that I, I find uh, frightening. But uh, anyway, that's the Antichrist getting a hold on the ISS at the moment. Yeah, and mm. if you click click on the picture, you can see the the four astronauts. Oops, uh, I guess I've got the wrong picture there. there. There's two women that should be in there. There they are. Yeah, okay. Yeah, mm. yeah. So wow. Yeah. Now, local weather. We're starting the hurricane season now. We're a little bit uh, ahead of schedule. Um, the uh, official. Hurricane season should begin around June 20th, but we're now in advance of that with the tropical depression. In fact, two of them occurring. You see in slide 46 and click on that. You'll see that uh, storm Brett might become cyclone Brett, and then behind it is a another uh, low pressure area forming. Uh, and this is, you know, um, you know, uh, a little bit early for the, for the season. Uh, uh, let's see here. When I say June 20, June 2nd. Uh, it's yeah. Oh, it usually takes place August 11th. I had that wrong. That's when we're supposed to start. And here we are, June 20th, a month ahead of time at least, when this depression area is forming. Now, slip to the right of that and and uh, click on the um, well. Let's say click on the text of, of that uh, slide, uh, which is what slide number? It's slide number 47, Eric. There, uh, there you go. Click on the text at 47. And you'll see this is the NOAA site talking about, you know, this today where bread is. It's moved from the picture I had over on the slide to the left. Uh, so far, uh, it doesn't seem to have intensified yet, but it's telling us that there's something wrong with our weather or changing with our weather that's, that's rather frightening in that we're getting this early uh, cyclone season. I think it may do, be due to uh, emissions from the sun and, and uh you know, solar wind impacts on our electromagnetic field, all kinds of things that affect this. Now, if you look at slide 47 and and, and then click on the image, I I went to Earthwind, you know, no wind calculation website, and pictured the, the winds on the surface of the Earth last night. And what you see here at the top is the Atlantic Ocean, and there's this big swirl of... of, of uh, like a huge hurricane, a low-pressure cell, spinning around in the middle of the North Atlantic. And if you roll down the page uh, and, and, and look at the other image, this is a close-up of the winds around that spot. And you can see this, I mean, the, the, the winds in the center of this eye are only about one mile an hour. and But the winds outside speed up as it's spinning around uh, and forming its vortex in the North Atlantic. And, uh, you know, I kind of did it tongue-in-cheek, but I said, you know, uh, I wonder if any Bermuda Triangle-type events will occur in the North Atlantic in the next few days. I would not like to be in any sea vessel in the vortex while it exists, especially in a submarine, if you get my drift. Ah, I do. Yeah. Yeah, this, <laughs> wow. Well, look at that. Um, and yeah. and for the radio listeners, go to Rumble, Brighteon, or Hagman PI uh, for these images, but stunning images. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's, uh, uh, yeah. My I, word. I looked at that and my jaw dropped. I thought, oh, it can't be. This is too far away from the Bermuda Triangle area, but maybe the effect is you know migrating over to the middle of the North Atlantic. Anyway, for the next few days, let's watch that area and see if we have reports of missing ships, planes, or whatever in that area. It's it's like a super big uh, hurricane forming. Super. It, uh, can that be man 
uh, man-made, I guess would be my question. In, in a sense, are man-enhanced through well, technology? Well, the amount of energy required to do something that big is right. beyond our ability to pump into the system. But once it's forming to steer it, you have to go out on the periphery of it and use a lot less energy to cause it to deflect this way or that way. So it could be used as a, a weather warfare, a warfare weapon um, by by uh, changing variables on the outside of that uh, vortex. Uh, we could do it. Chinese could do it. Russia could do it. And because our technology and our government is so weakened at the moment, it would have to be China or Russia uh, steering it. So I... <sighs> I don't think it's going to be steerable toward the east coast of the United States, but it uh, it might uh, be steered over toward uh, Europe, uh, northern Europe, um, you know, England and, and that area. But anyway, let's t just take a look at that and uh, see what happens over the next few days to that uh, that super vortex. It may just be a passing thing, but it certainly caught my eye. It's just so big and so obvious. Well, Eric's got a kayak that that, that uh, I think can fit three. Let's just take that out. And... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. And now, yeah, I know for years people have said that there was a connection between solar uh, events and uh, earthquakes. But inside 44, they have found that cosmic radiation, which uh, when the sun is quiet, gets through the the shield of our, our electromagnetic shield of the Earth and gets into our magnetic uh, field through cracks, etc., in the field and induces a lot of energy into the planet, uh, which increases heat and expansion and earthquakes. Now, the scientists here, uh, this is in uh, Poland, I think, uh, say they link cosmic radiation to earthquakes for the first time. Eddy currents within the core of the planet, which generate its magnetic field, divert charged particles of cosmic radiation. So if a huge earthquake was associated with these flow disturbances, the magnetic field would be affected and cause changes inside our planet, which you can detect, obviously. When Credo, C-R-E-D-O scientist, analyzed cosmic radiation data from the Neutron Monitoring uh, Database Project collected over the last 50 years and the Pierre Auger Observatory collected since uh, 2005, a clear correlation was found between earthquakes of magnitude 4 or larger and the intensity of secondary cosmic radiation. So there is a, a way that we've all been trying to figure out is, you know, is it the cosmic radiation from deep space or is it the sun? Because when the sun is doing uh, CMEs and flares, that blocks cosmic radiation a lot. So when it goes quiet, you know, it does occasionally, even when it's active on certain parts of the sun, it's quiet and that's cosmic radiation get through. So this this group, if you click on that reading article, may have a way uh, to, um, to forecast impending uh, large earthquakes on the surface. Not exactly where, but that the fact that we're going to see them, and so you look at the uh, you know potential pressure areas, the San Andreas Fault, and you know in Japan and offshore uh, places like that to see if they're going to be earthquakes. Especially, I, I uh, turn attention to uh, North Island, New Zealand, where the Taupo Crater has been showing signs of activity over the last three months. Okay, let's see here. Uh, Okay, uh, I want to spend a little time on Stephen Greer's new three-hour uh, documentary, which was really uh, a conference he had on the disclosure event for UFO alien presence and involvement in human uh, society. Now, uh, Stephen Greer, uh, you know, they, his people asked me to give testimony on what I worked on with the uh, Dr. Teller project and what, what the purpose of it was. And because I linked it, I'm sure, to biblical prophecy to look out for a great deception, he did not use my testimony in his database. This puts him in a category, in my mind, as helping the deception of the human race into falling into a, a trap of our alien messiahs from space coming to help us. Um, if you look at the documentary there, I mean, they have testimony from uh, pilots, um, from... Um, Oh, and, and that's what all kinds of people testifying with uh, verifiable data about seeing uh, UFOs or being abducted and this kind of stuff. And you can see there across slide 49 to 51 some pictures, uh, uh, screen snaps I took during the uh, watching the three hours. 
um, they say that full disclosure, if you look at slide 51, full disclosure is three to nine months away. And uh, that's close. And so when that happens, I, I expect it will be um, at a time the United States is in deep trouble or ha having been attacked already. Um, this may help us to pinpoint the start of the Great Tribulation of seven years. Um, I noticed that one of the guys that he spent time on uh, was a, a retired uh, U.S. Air Force Lieutenant Colonel Donald Heckert. Now, Heckert was born in 1945, same year as me, and I had um, a roommate at the academy named Donald Heckert, who was beefy like this guy. In fact, he played football for us. And I suspect that might be Don that was my roommate that has now done all these things he talks about. So he's he caught my attention because it's you know personally involved with, involved with the person I had shared a, a room with there at the academy. Um, uh, that's Herrera. I don't know where it is down there, but you'll see a big heavyset guy somewhere down there. Um, I, 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 I'm not sure. Uh, I'm clicking onto the video. Let me just get into And while we're doing that, folks, definitely go to standale.com, D-E-Y-O, standale.com. The link will be in the program description box at hagmanpi.com for this episode. There's Eric Hecker. All right, I'm scanning down. I'll tell you where to go in just a second. Ah. Uh... Okay. Interesting, though. Um, go to slide. Go to to uh, forty-seven minute forty-seven of that of that lecture. Minute forty-seven. You said. Okay. And yeah, that's that's Hecker. That's that's the guy I remembered as my roommate, telling about his involvement in covering uh, a lot of this stuff up. Anyway, that's that's something to look at. That was the, the one I was mentioning. He was the one. Um, I suspect that this is, you know, very close to the moment when we are going to have full disclosure, like he said, uh, three to six months. And at that point is when the United States is really no longer needed. Uh, the This disclosure is going to introduce us to the technology and the presence of fallen ones under Satan who are claiming to be aliens from other worlds coming to help us. And at that time, they will appoint a human to to run the new world order to to heal, you know, save planet Earth and its people from environmental problems and personal problems between countries and that kind of stuff. So this this is a, a prelude to the beginning of the seven year tribulation. People of Earth will race to them to help solve um, disease problems, uh, collapsed economy problems, uh, nuclear war problems in the Middle East, uh, destruction of the United States. They will want to have someone bring peace to the planet. So this day is coming much sooner than a lot of people think. There's some saying that the rapture will not occur or the tribulation period for 14 years. It ain't going to wait 14 years. I guarantee you that now. Mm -hmm. It's about to happen. Yeah. 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 Wow. Okay. Uh, I've I've done a couple of discussions and papers on gravity waves. Uh, people have been asking about anti-gravity and stuff like that. And I, I produced uh, some images uh, in, I think, the Gemstone One report, the paper that um, electricity and uh, the inertial effects of it. In there, I show how you can have gravity waves, you know, and, and these waves form a, a neutral zone to form rings or orbits around a star or an atom or, you know, galaxy or whatever. So, uh, slide 38 is showing uh, a, something they're studying. Uh, there's a star that's dying, and they think it's going to be producing gravity waves as it slows down, and it, you, the spin around is interrupted. And I thought myself that this would happen, uh, and that's how we would determine gravity waves, is when something like this occurs as the gravitational source, in this case two suns, one of them is dying, uh, you know, it causes these ripples to go out as its orbits, you know, change their, their distance or the radius from the center of spin of these suns. It's so close to the kind of diagram I, I uh, put up on that, that uh, paper that it's not funny, but it's uh, just affirming what I've been trying to tell people about gravity being 
uh, a waveform that's converging around a spin of something and then diverging away from that something. And the, the net result of these two waveforms, converging, diverging, forms radii around that object where planets can orbit or where stars can orbit in a galaxy. Um, yeah, it, it just leapt out at me. I said, boy, I, you know, I hope people you know, realize what I've been telling you is not silly. It's uh, it's there. I'm just going to go up to uh, our uh, website here, our, our cart, and see if uh, I've got that there. Okay, that's not where we want to look. Uh, uh, books, maybe. Yeah. Okay, the Gemstones Papers Part 1 on our shopping cart. And uh, I don't show that particular graph, uh, but it is in the, the report itself where I discuss these waveforms. Anyway, there you go. Okay, we're away from that now then. Uh, for those of you who wonder what an atom looks like, we've had a number of X-ray photographs and things of atoms in the subatomic world. And they've been very general, kind of blurry objects. But now that in slide 37, they have been able to actually x-ray image a single atom. Um, this, you know, this is very important because we're going to see, as they're showing here, be able to see how the atom is structured, how the, the electron shells look. In, and uh, we've mathematically known about them, but in this iron atom, it's... it's complex, but using this x-ray uh, uh, photography, they've been able to figure out how to actually zero in on that and prove some of the things that mathematics talks about. And I will guarantee you that if they get down to the, the core of this, down to where they can look at a single atom in this molecule of, of iron, or this you know, molecule of iron, that they will see um, the spin shells that I was talking about in, in slide 38 forming uh, what we call you know atoms. Um, there won't be little uh, electrons zipping around an orbit of the nucleus. It will be shells, and these shells will be at standing wave radii formed by the gravity of the atom because it's having divergent and convergent waves. There's just so much about uh, nuclear chemistry, nuclear physics, that we can learn by adapting what I've been calling the fluid model of space and these uh, these waveforms. It's not just me. I mean, in 1958, a world conference of leading nuclear physicists at uh, oh, um, at a university over east, um, they 40-some-odd percent of the physicists there said that we ought to adopt, instead of a, the Einstein model, we should adopt a fluid mechanics, a fluid flow model for space and, and all things in space, atoms, galaxies, solar systems, whatever. Anyway, this will probably help us move toward an understanding of that uh, a bit better. Where, in addition to cosmic conspiracy, which covers a lot of ground, where can people go on your website to learn more about your um, research and such? I mean, what would you recommend as a, as a product that you've got that people can get to learn more about this? Uh, right. Uh, I would say, let's see here. Uh, well, on our shopping cart, uh, standeo-cart.com, the gemstone papers part one. Okay. Uh, okay. That's one. Uh, there are some references in uh, some, yeah, some physics stuff in the cosmic conspiracy. Uh, final edition that's on that website right um and then the rest of the time it's looking at um on the show images page where i i put links to various products and things that we do or discussions i make i'm working on gemstone scrolls part two on gravity and the nature of it it's it's been a complex uh, paper and i've been remiss in, in getting it finished uh, you know quickly but i am working on that to try to get you know paper and uh, illustrations uh, for people to see. So. Folks, go to standeo.com and uh, do some shopping there. I know one thing I'm going to do uh, seriously after this show momentarily is uh, get a hold of some additional intellectual products. And, and folks, uh, 
Again, standio.com, a lot of great information you need to know that's relevant to today. Stan, I want to thank you. I mean, I, wow, an incredibly informative broadcast in my view. Thank you for, for everything you, you did. Bet. Thank you for having me on. Appreciate oh, man. it. Folks, uh, not the, you haven't heard the last of them, believe me. More to come, I'm telling you. Standale from standale.com. Thank you, my friend. God bless. Have a good day.